Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I'm thanking y'all for coming through, catching the vibes, and being enlightened through literature. Um, first and foremost, if I sound a little congested or whatever, you know, I am. <laughs> um, it's that season, so it is. I had, I, I really had to cancel a recording this week because, you know, I ain't want to, you know, I'm serious about that whole not spreading anything. So, yeah, but I didn't want to not give y'all anything for this week. We already did not have an episode on Monday. So hopefully y'all was able to go listen back to Mother Mela and my conversation. You know, that was a very, that was a dope episode. Um, She came with the historical facts, not only from the book or topics we talked about from the book, but, you know, personal ones too. And it was, it was cool to learn those things. And hopefully, you know, y'all was enlightened through literature, through a historian and myself. So it, it that was cool and you know just shedding light it's, it's just me today so I can just shed light on the other episodes we've had and this is what episode 15 so it's been hit after hit after hit every and it didn't miss ever <laughs> and I, I maybe I am biased but if you really want to be honest it is it, it was that deal and you know, I, I'm i excited for the episodes to come. You know, I looked at my calendar just to see who got, who's lined up, and it's, it's really some heavy hitters, and I'm, I'm excited, and I hope y'all are too. Now, um, today, as y'all see, we're talking about Never by Ken Follett. Um, Follett is a British author of thrillers and historical novels who has sold more than 160 million copies of his works. Many of his books have achieved high ranking on the bestseller list. And honestly, I can see why. Um, This is one of the longer books that I've read. It was upwards of 800 pages, but listen, yeah, I said 800 pages, but listen, it was from beginning to end I couldn't put it down and it's, it, it was just that type of story that took you twists and turns through various perspectives of you know a crisis throughout the world you see how and I again I don't like giving so much of the book but you see how there's you know a drought in one country you know the US and Japan and China are all in a nuclear war battle type ordeal. And, you know, it's got spies, you know, getting intelligence from every which way people hitting, putting hits out of it. It's, it's, it's that type of book. And I, I kind I kind of like those political fiction type books because it gives an insight to you know what we can only imagine happens within the walls of the White House. Naturally, the people who work there can't say much, but you can. We have all our different TV shows: Madam President, Designated Survivor, um, any other one you could think of. But all in all, this book was hard. <laughs> like it was, it was a very, very good book, and. I hope 
you know y'all look into it if that's your if that's your your style if that's your genre maybe you need to tap in even if it isn't still the storyline is is really thrilling like it is and i i i recommend it so naturally because it is a novel we're going to talk about the themes that are prevalent in the book and before we get into our our topics of discussion let me take the moment it is disheartening to see that our state does not have the wherewithal to vote properly (laughs) and I'm not even mad at Atlanta Savannah Columbus because when you look at the map we did what we needed to do. We showed up, we showed out, and that's that. But it's all those countries in between, counties in between, that just didn't think it was worth it to get Kemp about it up. And I, I don't know, I, I, what does that tell you, bro? Listen. One, sure. I mean, they they do tour these big metropolitan areas, but you know, I I hope, and I'm not so, you know, in enthralled with politics and knowing their campaign routes, but I hope that they took the time to go to those small towns in between us and Atlanta. You know, Atlanta to Columbus, Columbus to us, and, you know, north, south, east, west, all of that. I hope they covered or tried to really make an effort to get to those to those places. And if they had, let's imagine that they did, and it still turned out like that, that speaks volumes. And no, I don't want to accuse anybody of being racist, but... It does, it, it, it raises eyebrows. Like, bro, you obviously see between these two people. And I know some people are very much against politics, against politics, and they 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 feel like both parties are corrupt in their own way. I ain't even talk about all of that. That's not that's not this conversation. But what I'm saying is on the foundation, you know Stacey Abrams probably would have tried to do better than Brian Kipp has. Never mind the fact of racial and gender differences. Platform side, she is, look at it. But then when you do factor in gender and race, that that, that Libra scale tilts a bit, doesn't it? So yeah. It's disheartening. Now, I voted. Yes, I did. And truth be told, and I'll say it, I wasn't going to vote for the simple fact that, you know, I I wasn't so enthralled with politics. But, you know, research, brief research, but research nonetheless. You know, that's not what compelled me to vote. I'll be honest, that Jamal Bryant video... (laughs) 
that 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 kind of gave me that nudge. Go ahead, man. Just go ahead and do it. And I don't even think it was because of Stacy and Kim, even though naturally it was on the ballot. So two birds, one stone. But I just didn't. I didn't think that Herschel Walker would make this a make it to the runoff. Honestly, I, I again eyebrows. What are you? What are you saying? <laughs> What are you saying that you feel that this man is confident enough to hold office? Never mind what you feel of Senator Warnock. You really think that this man is going to hold his office? Naturally, no, because we all know what the real deal is and why he's doing it. We all know it, and this is my platform. So, yeah, he will be the puppet of the party, and that's just what it is. But the good old boys and their nation want to make sure that things stay the way it is. Nah, they done got him in they once. Let's not do this again. So, what is it? That's crazy. So, with that being said, this is this is my first formal. I'm, I'm imploring you, go vote, go vote, because. Be real with yourself. Do you really want Herschel Walker as your senator? Be honest with yourself. Mo- something in you just said no. So with that notion, you need to go ahead and go vote when that time comes. Yes, I will do the same. I wish Stacey and Kemp could have been back on that ballot, but I digress. Make sure you go vote. It is very important to to have your voice heard in your community. No matter how much of it is really going to be heard, make it heard. You made the effort. Let God do the rest. Because we already know it's it's <laughs> the puppeteers. Can't agendas. But if you want more political information go follow dr z slay on instagram (laughs) dr slay will get you right on the information on that so nevertheless all right never can follow it very dope book yes i'm on my i can't believe this is tiny port Mm. i again i talked about how the countries were talking about nuclear war. I want you to sit there and think just listen, while you're driving, while you're sitting at your desk, chilling, what have you. Think about it. At any time, something can pop off and the aspect of nuclear war could be an option. Either your country will instigate or it will be the risk receiver and no I'm not instigating nuclear war that should have been my disclaimer because some some will probably run with that no this book literally talks about how that happens so my hypothetical is the fact that well (laughs) the notion that you know there's a never ending possibility of nuclear catastrophe and as I'm reading this book I'm, you know, 
you get you get these main characters that the books are talking about. But as a reader, you you often go and think beyond the main characters and you think about the people like us who just really can only sit by and watch the news and see things happen. Those people with 9-11, they they were powerless against the Twin Towers coming down. And they had to watch that happen. So during the book, when these countries are bombing each other, I'm thinking of the everyday people who are either dying, of course, and, you know, are innocent bystanders witnessing this terroristic activity. So I, I always find that politics is is that's why I really don't want to get into it. I don't like getting into politics because everybody got their own beliefs. Everybody feel a certain way. And even in politics, everybody feel like their opinion is fact, which it is not. And most of these issues rise from emotion, difference of opinions and emotions. These politicians who are jaded, who done been in their positions for far too long, who are either so bored or they they get a thrill out of just wreaking havoc. And so when they get set in their ways or they feel like one way is the only way, then ego and pride come into the picture and then nobody want to back off because they don't want to seem weak. Because... We need allies. We need people in the world to work with. We need people to set the example that I'm not wanting to be played with. It's wild, man. I pray that we never witness something so catastrophic and I'm and I'm not, in my head I'm thinking 9-11 as something as that again but even all like I hope I pray we don't have nothing that is an attack on our country I pray that I, I, I know everybody wishes world peace but as long as there's power money and all the rest at play, it's never going to be world peace. As long as someone can get something out of a deal or they want to hold a position over others, there will never be world peace. I don't know. I just, I don't, I pray. Because there's nothing you can... I mean, yes, politicians, that's why it's important to vote so that you can try to put the right people in positions to prevent things like this from happening. I don't agree that people in, like, higher offices, Congress or House or, hell, the Supreme Court, I don't feel that life or unlimited time on a bench is okay Why do you get to hold this position for 40, 50, 60 plus years? You live through so many different generations and you're, again, probably stuck in your ways. You may be a little bit, 
you know, more liberal than conservative, but that's not likely, you know. Psh, come on, man. Life, like, I can do this until, until I die. I can do basically whatever I want <laughs> until I die. And then there's us. We have to be the ones to take every day in stride. Watch. That's why I don't watch the news. And I should. Like, I have seen them pop up on my phone. And I feel like if it's something really bad or if it's something really going on, CNN and the weather app. Like, between the two, if, if anything's going on, then I'm good. If it's not going on, then I'm good. But I would know. Got my family. So, yeah. I don't need to watch news. The news is used to instill fear in the masses. Like, you barely get a lot of good news. Why? Because the world at this time is negative. Uh, because of sin. <laughs> but that's not this episode. We have to survive. We have to survive. Take each day. Make our lives what we want it. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> nuclear catastrophe. Like, do you know what goes into a nuclear? I'm not even going to talk about it because then they're going to flag me. Nah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. That's how, you know, when your conscience say, nah, nah, <laughs> I ain't going to talk about it. But these people were really doing that and risking their lives to take out other people. You suicide bombers? Yeah. The book is it it's really wild. Again. And yeah, this is this this ain't gonna be a long episode. I I really just wanted to get my thoughts off on this voting ordeal. Again, every time I can, I will say get rid of Electoral College. If there is one hill I will stand on, it is that one. And I don't know how they play into this type of election, but I'm sure they do because they control everything politics. So, I boo tomatoes. I want to get my thoughts off on voting. I wanted y'all to know about this book. Again, this is one that this is when I probably would get an audio book to listen to, honestly, because I got really info. Oh yeah, the main characters, love affairs and whatnot. Oh yeah, it get, it goes down. So I would really like to, I would listen to this audio book. So if you're into again the political, the international tensions, the you know that that type of book, I I would recommend this one. Never can follow it. I remember I was in Barnes and Noble looking for another book. And, you know, a girl was in there looking for a book for her dad for for his birthday. And, you know, I had just read this book. So I was like, you ever hear about this book? You know, never can follow. She's like, no. Found a paperback. She got it. She read it. The You know, the little cover preview. She said, oh, I think he'll love this. I said, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's like that. I highly recommend 
And that'd be the cool thing about going to Barnes & Nobles or bookstores because you really can, you know, discover books from other people or put people onto books. Like, that's cool for me. Like, for real. Anyway, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I really do. Just, y'all, we in season four, bro. We are really, we are really, really just, just taking off and coasting with it, and we still going up. We still going up. Don't, don't get me wrong. Every season is going up, but you know, every altitude you gotta, you enjoy it for a little while. And I'm enjoying this. We, we had new heights. This is, we've matured a lot since season one, and. Even though that was a year ago, a little over a year ago, it still doesn't seem like it. It seemed like so long because we've had so many episodes, so many dope conversations. And again, I, I'm excited for what's to come. And I hope y'all are. This has been the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. Yeah, you've been enlightened, I hope. And I'm just, um, I'm ever grateful. So until we meet again, everybody, stay lit.